0: of the bailed up podcast my name's Albie, and today we've got four amazing segments for you today we'll kick it off with the weekly whack followed by a brand new segment then we'll have what a snag which is of course the moment of the week and we're finishing off the podcast with the predictions now before we get into the weekly whack if you want to go head out um head on to instagram and follow at bailed up underscore podcast it's my instagram page i started about a month ago. It would be great if you could do that. There's some brand new bailed up related content coming. If you need any um if you wanna find out when new podcast episodes are coming out or different things like that, then you can head out head over to at bailed up underscore podcast for all that and more. So let's get into the first segment for to the sixteenth episode of the Bailed Up Podcast, which is of course the weekly whack. This is the weekly whack. G'day and welcome to the Weekly Wax, which is, of course, the new segment on the Bail Up podcast. Let's get straight into it with some big news at the forefront of today's news briefing, if you could call it that. Ben Stokes has been named England's brand new Test captain. The England Test player was the only obvious choice, as he is a guarantee in the Test team. A lot of other players aren't guarantees, unless you look at Joe Root and other players like that. So he was pretty much the only choice. If you look at leadership and look at his place and how he stays in the Test team, pretty much every single series. The 30-year-old said, there's a lot of things that I've gone through since I became a professional cricketer and those experiences I, pos- I feel are positive in this new world that I've got. Ben Stokes was also asked about the future of Anderson and Broad, stating that if Stuart Broad and James Anderson are fit, they're definitely part of that. They are two greats of the game and they are part of the best 11. That's pretty simple. So it just shows how confident he is in that leadership role. So hopefully we can see the England Test team get some wins because they weren't very successful over the last couple years. Part of the ECB's rebuild. Rob Key has been appointed as Managing Director of the England and Wales Cricket Board. So there's been a very big rebuild for the ECB. And Rob Key and Jay, uh, and Ben Stokes are still looking for a brand new coach. Rob Key did say that he's looking for um, two coaches. One for the shorter formats and one for the longer format, the test. So that's a bit unusual. It's not many um, countries have actually done that in the past. So we'll see how it'll we'll go for England Speaking of England, Marcus Harris responds to test axing with 124 off 209 balls with 18 boundaries in county cricket. He spent five hours at the crease for his patient sanctuary from Gloucestershire. This was pretty much a day after he was axed from the test squad, which we'll be looking at later. In the weekly whack. Kane Williamson has returned to the New Zealand Test team as New Zealand's Test squad has been released. Obviously, Ross Taylor and BJ Watling retired recently, so they have not been included. And the New Zealand squad is as follows. Kane Williamson is captain, followed by Tom Blundell, who will be looked as the wicketkeeper. Trent Bolt, M. Bracewell, Devon Conway, Colin de Grandhomme, J. Duffy, C. Fletcher, Matt Henry, Carl Jamieson, Tom Latham, Daryl Mitchell, Henry Nichols, Axar Patel, uh, R. Ravindra, H. Rutherford, Tim Southee, B. Tickner, Neil Wagner, and Will Young. It's quite a mouthful to say all those names. David Warner has made an outrageous 92-not-out for Delhi Capitals against his former team, Sunrisers Hyderabad. He got to his half-century in just 32 balls before he finished for 92-not-out of 57 balls. He didn't have the chance to face a ball in the final over as he pretty much avoided the strike to keep West Indian big hitter Rovman Powell on the strike. It's pretty selfless from the Australian Test and multi-format player. Moving on, speaking of the IPL, Mumbai Indians have ended their losing streak after beating the Rajasthan Royals by five wickets. Tim David was finally included and he hit 20 not out of nine balls to win the game for the Mumbai Indians. It just shows that when Tim David is included in the side, he can have an immediate impact with this big hitting. That's a plus 200 um, strike rates. So, hopefully we can see him in more games for the Mumbai Indians as they look to rebuild their season in the IPL. Cricket Australia have released the squads for their all-format series against Sri Lanka. That means that they've released the T20 Internationals, the One Day Internationals, and the Tests. Uh, The T20 squad is as follows. Aaron Finch, captain Sean Abbott, Ash Nagar, Josh Hazelwood, Josh Inglis, Mitchell Marsh, Glenn Maxwell, Jai Richardson, Kane Richardson, Steve Smith, Mitchell Stark, Marcus Stoinis, uh, Mitchell Swepson, Dave, uh, Matthew Wade and David Warner. The ODI squad is as follows with Aaron Finch again the captain, Ashton Alex Carey, Pat Cummins, Cam Green, Josh Hazelwood, Travis Head, Josh Inglis, Manus Labuschagne, Mitchell Marsh, Glenn Maxwell, Steve Smith, Mitchell Stark... Uh, Marcus Stoinis, Mitchell Swepson, and David Warner. The Test squad remains the exact same as it was for the Pakistan series, with Marcus Harris just missing out. And they've also released the Australia A squad. This is the first time Australia H- A have played in some continent conditions since the beginning of um, the pandemic, or just a tour in general since the pandemic began. So hopefully, we can see some players um, return to the Test squad after uh, that Australia. A outfit plays against the Sri Lanka A outfit or just the Sri Lanka team I'm pretty sure it will be with Matt Renshaw in the squad as well some players that are in pretty much every single squad is Josh Inglis and Ashenagar they are both in every single squad as well as Steve Smith and David Warner, and Mitchell Stark. So, pretty much a lot of people are showing that they are multi-format players, but Adam Zampa, Ben McDermott, Michael Nessa, and Marcus Harris have all missed out. Bit unlucky for Ben McDermott, as he did make his A first one-day international 100 and international 100 at that against Pakistan last month. But Adam Zampa chose to miss the series because he is awaiting the birth of his first child. So hopefully we can see those players get out into the cricket field for Australia at later dates. And that's all we have time for today on the Weekly Whack. Moving on to the next segment. Welcome to the brand new segment, which is going to be called Q&A, where you answer it, where you ask a question, and then I answer it. Now, how this question will work is that you guys send in a question, and then I pick two from however many people send in, and then I answer them. If now, if you do want to send one, in, it does have to be cricket-related, or about the cricketing world at the moment, then I'll answer it. If you want your question featured on the podcast, now we'll kick it off with at Hugh Mugford, who asked, what are your thoughts about Glenn Maxwell being included in the test squad for Sri Lanka? Good way to include an extra spinner and bat, in my opinion. That is what Hugh Mugford said, now, I'll answer that question. My thoughts is that Glenn Maxwell being included in the test squad for Sri Lanka is a very good idea. Very good idea. Now he has been included in the Sri Lanka squad um, for the tour to Sri Lanka for both T Twenty nationals and one day internationals. Although he has not been included in the test squad. Now, uh, George Bailey did say because Glenn Maxwell is such a dominant player in. Um, the subcontinent region that he said if he does play well in one day internationals they will be looking at moving him to australia a the australia a squad with their tour and then maybe even uh, as a late recruitment into the test squad Glenn maxwell has played seven tests and his one test century was at um was in india and if you didn't know, India and Sri Lanka do have very similar conditions. Very, um, very hot in both places, and Glenn Maxwell is great in in um, batting and batting and bowling in both those conditions because the way they're going at the moment, the selectors, they're thinking that they have to push Josh Hazelwood out of the side because they need an extra spinner. Well, if you want an extra spinner, why don't you include Glenn Maxwell on the side? Because he does have that ability to um to bowl off-spin. He's a great off-spin bowler. So if you include him as a more of an all-rounder type where he bats five or six and then plays... um as a spinner as well. He could pick up a wicket and then get a half century as well. So I reckon my thoughts about Glenn Maxwell is that he should be included in the test squad for Sri Lanka. He he's a, he will be used as, as a very verta, uh, versatile player Um, if he is included for that test squad. Moving on to the second question, coming in from Kale Dono, underscore 57, who asked, leg spin versus off spin, which is better? Now, Kale, that is a Big question: Leg spin, we think of Shane Warne and Rashid Khan, and off spin, we think of Murali and Nathan Lyon. Now, if we look at off spin, well, it's more of a finger grip because they spin the ball with their fingers. They use their fingers to um, turn the ball from outside off to leg side. That is their intended ability. Off spin, they have the normal off break, and they also have the dooshra, which is like a leg spin ball except with the off spin, uh, off spin action. When we look at leg spin, we think that the balls, um, that the bowlers do bowl the ball and it spins a bit more because it's more like a wrist action where they whip the ball with their wrists so they can spin the ball a bit more. The leg spin bowlers do have a wider variety of balls to perfect so it is a bit harder to bowl in my opinion just because there's such a wider variety of balls to be able to bowl and if they can use that um those types of balls in their arsenal then that means that they can um disguise the ball as they want to and then uses it, use it effectively to then um, get the batter out, obviously. So the leg spin balls that are very famous are just the normal leg break. Um, there's also the rungan, where it spins like an off-spin ball, where they bowl it more out of the back of the hand. There's also the flipper, where they flip the ball um, out of the action. It's kind of like a top spinner. It skids a bit more and it's very fast. It shouldn't spin at all, just so it skids through. Um, and then there's also the slider, where they bowl with more of a sidearm action and skid the ball along the deck to then hopefully bowl and get the batter out. So then it's a bit slower, but then... Um, it looks like a slower ball, but then skids off the surface of the um, wicket so then it can get the bowler out. Now, answering Kale's question, leg spin versus off spin, which is better? I just think leg spin comes, comes out on top. It's a harder art to perfect just because there's a wider variety of balls to bowl. And if you can um, perfectly uh, utilize all those balls and distract the batter in a certain way to then utilize that ball to try and get them out. It's a very hard art to pick. So I reckon leg spin is better. Now, that is all we have time for today on Q&A. Now, if you want to have your question featured in the next episode, then make sure to go check out my Instagram. DM me at bailed up underscore podcast on Instagram. That's all for Q&A. Moving on to the next segment. What a snag, the moment of the week. Welcome to What a Snag, which is, of course, the moment of the week. Now, if you look at the mo- What a Snag moment of the week, there has been a lot of uh, candidates this week, but uh, newly um, elected Ben Stokes, who is the new test captain for England, has set a county record for Durham after hitting 161 of 88 balls in a first-class match. He hit eight fours and 17 sixes in this innings, breaking the record for the most sixes in innings in county cricket history. He took to young Worcestershire spinner Josh Baker and hit 34 runs in one uh, from one of his overs on his way to a sanctuary. Just the two runs off a perfect over Ben Stokes. He was very disappointed. I watched some of the highlights from that innings and the way he just looked absolutely gutted when he um, found out that ball fell just a couple of meters short from going, to, going for six. It hit all around the ground. And he timed the ball so sweetly. I've watched some of the highlights of um, that hitting ability from Ben Stokes and it was just amazing to um, come out after uh, being um, elected as the test captain and then showing everyone what he's made of which is great to see because he's shown that he's in great touch which is good to see ahead of um, England's test summer and the summer in general because you always want your captain in good nick ahead of a test match series so that is all for what a snag moving on to the last segment predictions time to predict with predictions Welcome to Predictions, where obviously I predict something. Now, today it's been a very Ben Stokes heavy episode just because of the news that has erupted around the cricket world the last couple of weeks. But I'm going to keep going in that theme because there's been a common question over the last couple of weeks Will Ben Stokes succeed as England Test captain? Now, it's a couple months or a month or two until England's Test summer does begin. So, will we see. Um, Ben Stokes win a Test match, uh, win his first Test match as England Test captain and that first Test match will be against uh, New Zealand and yes, I do think Ben Stokes will lead them to victory his leadership in the past has shown that the team really likes him as a player and really likes him as a person so hopefully we can see them um, him charge them to victory he's charged them to victory in a lot of accounts so I reckon the way he goes about his cricket and the way he fights for his team will um, inspire everyone else in the England team no matter how um, depleted they are or how um, their 11 stacks up against the New Zealand 11. So I reckon Ben Stokes will succeed in his first test as English captain. Now that is all for the 16th episode of the Bail it Up podcast thank you all for listening it's been a great episode to record so if you want a question featured in the next episode make sure to go check out my instagram it'll be on the story so you can type it it in and then you can then just answer the question or send it to me on instagram as well thank you all for tuning in to the 16th episode of the Bail It Up podcast. it was great. And hopefully it was great for you. If you haven't listened to previous episodes of the podcast, there's 15 to listen to. Share it to everyone you know. Thank you all for listening. My name's Albie. Albie's out.